0: hi everyone this is the business boot up edition of the dreamers and podcast I'm Aria, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Sammy Grace. It's great to be here today.
1: Yes, it is. Hello, Aria. So each week, we come to you live from the Lumber's campus, where you will hear interviews from our younger and more experienced entrepreneurs who hopefully inspire, educate, and give you a powerful point of action to help your leadership and business.
0: The Business Boot Up podcast partners with the Norman Chamber of Commerce, who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma be a thriving business community. And Biz Boot Up is, po- is powered by the First United Bank, at Norman. First United is not your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. Thank you, Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank, for helping to see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. Now, let's get into our interview. Today we're joined by dreamer and doer Jeremy Sparks. Yes,
1: Jeremy is a graduate of the University of Central Oklahoma, where he earned a bachelor's of science. He began his career in funeral services while in high school at Trout Funeral Home in Ponca City. His career plans had included attending medical school and becoming a doctor. However, after a short time of working at the funeral home, he felt that funeral services was his life's calling. His professional career includes serving as a funeral director with Vondell Smith Mortuary, Director of Funeral Home Operations for the Dignity Memorial Network Funeral Homes and Cemeteries here in Oklahoma City area. In 2013, he became the managing partner of Rest Haven's Funeral Home and Memory Gardens and went on to to rejoin Dignity Memorial, and was promoted to market director in 2020. A strong believer in giving back to the community, Jeremy serves on the board of directors of the South Oklahoma City Chamber of Commerce, Cleveland County Habitats for Humanity, the Trevor Roberts Foundation, and the South Oklahoma City Chamber Political Action Committee. Jeremy is a member of Leadership Norman, Team South, and is the past president of the Oklahoma Fruit. Funeral Directors Association. In an effort to better the funeral service profession, he is a member of the Funeral Service Adversary Board at the University of Central Oklahoma. Hello, Jeremy, that is quite a bio. Thank you so much for joining us <laughs> today.
2: Well, thank you so much. It's a, it's a privilege to be here. Very excited to, to be a part of this podcast.
1: Yes, so we're going to get jump right in. And so our first question is, as we are, we are the Dreamers and Doers podcast. And we would like to know, do you consider yourself more of a natural dreamer or doer?
2: You know, I would have to say I'm more of a natural doer. Uh, love to absolutely see something, hear something, uh, think how could we do that in this part of the country or uh, maybe in my specific line of uh, business. And so how can we take that, maybe tweak it a little bit and apply it towards doing it here in the, in the Oklahoma City
0: area? Yeah, me too. Yeah. So this is getting the backstory of that question. So what okay. was life like for you growing up?
2: You know— life for me growing up was definitely um, surrounded by always doing something. Um, my parents, especially my mom, definitely taught me the value and the importance of giving back and being a part of the community. And that is something that has stuck with me till today and something I'm definitely trying to instill in my kids. Uh, it's truly all about relationships. Obviously, I realize that relationships today are different than they were even two years ago, but especially 20 or 30 or 40 years ago. You know, these things right here have kind of changed everything everything. However, with that said, there's still that need for that personal contact, that personal connection. And so relationships are vital from a a personal growth perspective, but especially from a business opportunity.
1: Yeah. So, you know, kind of with growing up, um, everyone, you know, dreams of what they want to be when they grow up. And so we want to know, what was your first dream job? And it doesn't have anything to do with what you are doing now.
2: Yeah, so like like you said in my bio, my first dream job was absolutely to become a doctor. Um, I can remember as a young kid, uh, always wanting to pursue that as a career uh, to uh, actually wanted to bring babies into this world, you know, and uh, so that was obviously something I always wanted to do. Even when I went to work at the funeral home for the first time, uh, it was not intended as a... As a career path, it was literally intended to just be a job. I was in high school. Um, my job was to mow the yard and wash the cars. And so it was a very simple job, but really that's that's all he wanted me to do. And uh, I can do this. Um, and and so, it, but it was not too long after going to work there, obviously being in a small town, that uh, especially in our line of work, that I realized what a calling it was, almost a ministry, if you will.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So running a business is no easy feat. So can you tell us about your journey t- from to becoming the marketing director at Dignity
2: Memorial? Sure. Uh, you know, it's not. Uh, obviously, business of today um, is, is completely different, and, and the great thing about it is it's changing every day. Uh, the consumer of today is different than the consumer of yesterday and five years ago. Um, and so it has to be, you know, we obviously have to keep up with the times. We have to be adaptive to change. Um, you know, I think in the business world, of today, if we if we're hesitant to change, or even if we're slow to change, then we're going to get left behind because somebody out there, and we're a very fast paced you know, we like to use the term microwave society right now, that everything's just instantaneous. You know, we want to we want to get our breakfast in the drive through We want to get our coffee through the drive through We want to get, you know, whatever it is instantaneously. We don't have to want to wait six weeks or six months or something such as that. So uh, the consumers of today really have that demand. And the consumers of today are also more educated. And so we obviously have to keep up with them. We want to be ahead of the times. Uh, in today's world, technology uh, has affected everything. I mean, Five years ago, who would have even thought it? what was the word podcast? You know, nobody would have thought, dreamt of that word. Obviously, today, that's very important, a vital part of the success of many businesses. And so, technology is something that we have to not only really keep up with, but almost exceed. We always have to anticipate. And even in our line of work, I mean, um, you know, whether we're pod, or not, excuse me, not podcasting, but webcasting uh, funeral services. I mean, that's something that, you know, Obviously, with the pandemic especially, but even in today's time, people don't travel as much as they once did. And so um, this way they can still log on their computer from New York City and watch their grandfather's service that's taking place in Los Angeles.
1: Yeah. So we are trying to inspire the youth and, you know, our listeners, our students, majority of them are students who are either like just starting a business or have an idea to start a business. So we want to know, like, what do you feel are a few things um, to know when you're starting something
2: new? Well, multiple things. Number one, um, follow your dreams. You know, definitely follow your dreams and don't give up. Um, You know, we've heard the old analogy that, you know, how many how many times did, did Henry Ford try to make his attempts at, at creating the automobile and was tur- turned down multiple times? I mean, we think about, and in today's world, we think about Amazon and we think about Bill Gates with Microsoft. We think of, of uh, Steve Jobs with Apple Apple phones and Apple computers. I mean, all those guys, you know, the first bank they went to or the first investment group they went to, the first hedge fund, whatever, they weren't immediately said, oh yes, we're gonna give you a million dollars. I mean, it was probably no, 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 no. And they just, they kept having to follow their dreams, follow their passion and keep going back and, you know, okay. And, and the benefit that I would wanna encourage everybody to remember too is the more no's you get, you're that much closer to a yes. And, and so don't give up. Is it going to be discouraging? Absolutely. But just know that every time you get told no, you're one step closer to, to getting the yes that you're looking for.
0: Yeah, that's really important advice. So in addition to the work you do to serve our community, you're also really important with several local involved with several local organizations. Can you tell us about the boards you serve with and why is it so important to you to give back to the community?
2: Sure. Uh, so, you know, going back, I was the, I was on the board and and served as the president of the Oklahoma Funeral Directors Association. So that represented over 400 funeral homes from across the state of Oklahoma. And, uh, what was the purpose of that that was really to to give them the support especially from a legislative perspective uh, you know being at the capitol and being able to to advocate for them as funeral homes I mean matter of fact I was just at the Capitol today uh, but but just to be able to sh- uh, stand up for them, maybe those individuals who, who aren't comfortable in doing that, or even uh, maybe they're unable to travel to Oklahoma City and, and, and do those type of events. Um, the other thing is, is just giving back. Uh, obviously, one of the areas I'm involved with is, is actually the Trevor Roberts Foundation. And uh, sadly, Trevor was a, ch- a child or a youth, I should say, that I taught in Sunday school. And uh, Trevor was four days away from coming home from Iraq and uh, unfortunately lost his life. Um, And so his parents took his life insurance money and actually have started a a foundation. And the foundation, what that does is we give grants to those individuals who wish to go on mission trips, uh, short-term mission trips. And so we're able to, you know, obviously not everyone just maybe has four or $5,000 laying around to pay for airfare to China, let's say. And so we're able to, to supplement those uh, trips and be able to help them. And that was obviously Trevor's um, life dream was to become a, a missionary. And so, yes, unfortunately, he was unable to fulfill that dream. But in the scope of taking his life insurance and, and in the scope of him, his passing, his passing has ultimately led over 200 people to be able to go and to, to spread the gospel across the world. Uh, which wouldn't have been able to be possible if it wasn't for his passing. Uh, Habitat for Humanity is definitely something that I am a firm believer in and and grow more affectionate towards that every day uh, as we provide low-income housing to those individuals uh, here in Cleveland County to be able to put a roof over their head. Obviously, we understand the importance of having a place to call home. And uh, people that have been out on the street and have become— uh, destitute. You know, we obviously want to be able to help them and support them. And we see that if you have a place to call home, then you're going to grow not only in that area, but you're going to go and grow in a lot of other areas as well. So I just can't help but um, go back to the question you asked me a while ago, and that is, you know, where did I get that? And that's from my mom. Again, it's just giving back and um, being a part of things that you can make a difference in. And, you know, we we came into this world, and hopefully when we leave this world, we're going to make it a little bit better.
1: Yeah. I mean, that is just amazing how you were able to take such a sad thing and just really turn it into something amazing. And so, you know, looking towards the future um, of business and everything, so what is a dream you are working on or towards now?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I'll think about that for just a moment. Yeah. You know, I would I would say that— um, uh, so we are obviously uh, have our footprint primarily here in the Oklahoma City area, but you know where can we expand our our business model um, uh, beyond just the Oklahoma County, Cleveland County, Pottawatomie County areas? And so one of the things that I'm really looking at is is how to expand our our reach uh, through the state um, to be able to partner with other funeral homes uh, throughout the in cemeteries throughout the state of Oklahoma. Obviously, Oklahoma is a, a very It's home to me. It's a very important thing to me. I was actually just with the governor yesterday, um, uh, cutting a ribbon for a new facility in South Oklahoma City that Carvana owns, and and just to be able to be a part of those things, 350 new jobs, and so really, you know, any business development that I can help support, whether it's personally or through my as in my position as the chairman of the South Oklahoma City Chamber is to grow businesses to give individuals like yourselves and your audience and others those dreamers those who want to pursue doing something for themselves the opportunity to be able to do that whether that be uh you know with with resources whether that be with just time with guidance whatever the case may be we definitely want to support them yeah that's a really great answer so what is one life
0: lesson that you wish someone would have shared with you in middle or high school repeat the question sorry what's one important life lesson that you wish someone would have shared with you in middle or high school
2: You know, I would have to go back to I kind of touched on it earlier, but that is chase your dreams and don't give up. It's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to, you know, be told no, and you just go, I'm just not worth it, or I'm not, uh, this isn't for me, or obviously, you know, somebody has a, a, a different plan for my life or whatever the case may be. But, you know, life is too short, and, uh uh, we just want to encourage and and say that I wish more people would have said, pursue your dreams, pursue your passion, and and you know the old saying too that I've that I've come to appreciate in today's time, to kind of go along with your question is is, find something you love to do, and you'll never work a day in your life and uh, that's so true because if you you know oh gosh it's seven o'clock i gotta go to work and i don't want to and you're 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 frustrated and i mean you're not going to be productive you're not going to enjoy it but man if you're enjoying what you do and you're you're passionate about what you do you're never going to work a day in your life really what you're doing is being paid to do your hobby so i would definitely say chase your dreams don't give up but also find a job that you absolutely love
1: Jeremy, thank you so much for your time. I know that we and those that listen will be so much better for it. So before we kind of end this off, where can we find more information about you and Dignity Memorial Funds Home, A funeral home? Funeral
2: home, that's <laughs> <the>. <laughs> but we do try to have fun, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, I'm am on LinkedIn. Uh, I I'm a big you know proponent of of the professional uh, social media platforms. Not so much of the all the other ones, but uh, LinkedIn is definitely one from a personal perspective. Um, But then also, too, we have our Dignity Memorial website Uh, right here in Norman. We own Primrose Funeral Home and Sunset Cemetery. And so those are obviously two of our locations that that I support and oversee. And uh, so those are are two websites that I would encourage you to go to. Yeah.
1: So, Aria, that was a great interview. What is something that stuck out to you that the audience can probably go and do now?
0: Uh, something that stuck out to me is that you should follow your dreams and don't be discouraged if someone tells you that you can't do something.
1: Yes, I, I definitely agree with that. I think that was a great message.
0: Next week, we'll be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you a powerful point of action to grow your idea or business. Also, rem- remember to find us on, on our new profile, the BizBuddha podcast on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud.
1: And we want to send another huge thank you to Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, the Cleveland Fairgrounds, and LoveWorks Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs.
0: And remember, real leaders don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. And do your dreams.
1: Bye, y'all. And we are here with some amazing entrepreneurs,
3: Lux Lotion. Lux Lotion is a moisturizer made with honey antimicrobial Agent, with their lotion, you can moisturize and not worry about pesky acne ruining your day. I love this so much. The first thing where I heard was honey. I'm like, oh my gosh, my beekeeper inside of me is getting so happy. So, hello, hello, Lux Lotion. How are you guys doing today?
4: Good, I'm doing good,
3: good. If you guys are like on, like only audio, there's like four voices. So, if you get confused, that's why. There's amazing four kids right here with amazing ideas. And so, we are super pumped to learn more about you.
4: <clears throat> Hi, my name's Elijah.
0: Hi, my name's
3: Harrison. My name is Sebastian.
4: And my name is Katie. Hi.
3: So, whoever wants to, can you start off, tell us about your story, you know, why the name, what's going on? Tell us about your story. I mean, the reason we chose this name is because we want you to feel luxurious while adding our lotion. Love that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, where did the idea of a lotion come from? Like I love lotion. I feel like that's kind of like everybody loves lotion. But where did it come from?
4: Uh, this is gonna sound like funny and all, but we used um, a generator off Google to figure out what we should use, and it popped up lotion. <laughs> it, was, it was the first thing that we should. It was like the first thing that popped up, and we we're like, okay, we already got everything down. Lotion, it is. Yeah, honestly, I
3: respect <laughs> it. I I respect <laughs> it honestly. Uh, today we are hoping our youngest entrepreneurs out there can learn from about. From can learn from you about some of the work involved into starting a business. What were some of your early challenges and how do you overcome these?
4: Um, one of our earliest challenges was like time and building up like a story to tell you guys at the Cougar Tank and how we could overcome it is just by trying to figure out how to decrease time and just make our script shorter
3: absolutely okay you 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 led on to something that's a little off script but i i want to go here the cougar tank y'all like you can you can be a little boastful about it what happened at the cougar tank
4: um we won of course because we're just we just work as a team and we put the effort in and the work and the time and we just dedicated it to each other and we work together as a team that's a, oh yeah. yeah,
3: absolutely like and I loved it. Like I was I was able like, to be a judge at the Cougar Tank and seeing y'all, y'all had an amazing presentation. And so going a little bit off script, what was some of the biggest things that you had a, like one of the biggest things you put into and like advice for that presentation? Definitely remembering our yeah. scripts. <laughs> Definitely remembering scripts. So memorizing your scripts, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. <laughs> so that kind of leads into my next question. And we just kind of talked about advice for presentations. Now, a kind of a very similar question. What would be advice that you want to give to anybody out there, student, old, young, that wants to start a business? What uh, would be your advice?
4: Just don't give up. Just keep doing what you want to do and just think in your head, I got this and I can do this.
3: Any other answers? We love hearing more advice. Can't go wrong with more advice.
4: It's inspirational, it's I'm telling st- you. <laughs> yeah, stay
3: focused. Stay you know? focused. I love that. I love it. I, I feel like it's really easy, especially like the early days, to like kind of veer off. So I, I can love, I love how much y'all have really like stuck with it. Like, yeah, it's that's very, true. It's very like, you can see it plain as day. And kind of going with that, again, going way off, since you guys are a team, working as a team is not easy. So what would be like those the biggest thing that you've learned about working in a team?
4: Um, You all just got to put in the dedication and the work just to be one team because one dream, one team.
3: And I'm like, that's manager. that's awesome. That's a great uh-huh. answer. Well, Lotion, for our last question, what has been one of your favorite parts about starting your own business? Uh, Y'all can all answer like, this one. <laughs> yeah. Getting together with my friends to, like, just work on this business together. Love that. You know, just— at, with, it, it just started with an idea, and then mm-hmm. we— I like how we all work together to make this product, and, like— the amount of time we had to make it was only around like four weeks, and with those four weeks, you know, it was it was just fun uh, having like hearing all the ideas from all my teammates, like problems we need to fix, and and we actually did fix them. So, love to hear that.
4: I just liked working with the team in general. I feel like it was just fun to get to just hang out with them, rock them. I just liked hanging out with my friends. All these people are my close friends, and I just really enjoyed hanging out with them and making a product that I never knew that I would see myself making a product like that before. But the time that it took me was four hours, but that four hours was worth it.
3: Absolutely. I love that so much, especially if you're working in a team and you guys like are friends with each other. It makes it a lot easier, right? So I can see that so much, and so LuxLotion, thank you so much for your time and coming out here. I know those who listen, and I know that we are better for it. And so thank you for coming on, and of course, like thank y'all for doing an amazing presentation at the Cougar Tank and taking that win. And so you guys are awesome. Thank you. So Sam, those were some. That was a pretty awesome interview. What was something that really stuck out to you? I really liked all those inspirational words they said. Mm-hmm. That that really hit me, you know. Yeah, I especially like the understanding is like. Keeping it together. Like, especially when it comes to a team, working with a team is not always easy. But if you stay focused on that one dream, you stay focused on that one goal that you're having, I feel like it makes it so much easier. Not only does it yeah. apply with your team, but in a solo, like, if you stay focused, you're going to get there. You just have to keep on it not give up and so i love that so much that you guys hit on that and so next week we'll be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire educate and give you a powerful point of action to grow your idea or business and again we want to send a huge huge thank you to norman chamber of commerce first United bank and the cleveland county fairgrounds for in LoveWorks leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs and remember real leaders don't blend in they stay out dream dream big and do your dreams bye y'all